Working Interferences is intended for mature audiences. Since the hosts never grew up, someone needs to be the adult. Welcome to Working Interferences with Lance and Holly, the dental advice podcast for the average dentist. Here is Lance and Holly. And welcome back to Working Interferences. I am your host, Lance Timmerman. And I am Holly Timmerman. And this time, we actually have somebody, something different. Now for something different. Something okay, different. so this needs to be said. Okay. They're actually in our living room. Mm-hmm. So those people that asked to be interviewed, we still haven't figured out that shit unless you want to come sit in my our living room. Which is entirely acceptable. So... All the way from, are you from, can we say from Brighton He's now? from Scotland. Where, where would you yeah. like to be from? I'll cope, yeah. Brighton. Yeah. Okay. I'll say Brighton. All yes. right. Chris Stafford and his lovely wife, Christina Stafford, are joining us all the way from Brighton. Welcome. Thanks for having us. Thank you for having us. Yeah. So, um, Thanks for sleeping in our garage. <laughs> I was going to say, no one does hospitality quite like the Timmermans. Uh, lovely garage. Yeah, yeah. You know, um, at least we got rid of all the motor oil. I mean, that was... We make it work. Yeah. It's... it's You make do. You make do. So, Chris, why are you here? Well, I'm a coice. I'm, uh, I've started the Continuum. I've, I um, <clears throat> I booked it two years ago, but, uh, you know, <laughs> the, uh, the, uh, the world stopped for two years. And every time I rescheduled it, um, everything was shut down. So, this was the final time we did it. Um and it's been great. It's been really good. It's been uh, so. How long? <clears throat> I mean, I, I always am curious of what's what's big in other places, in other parts of the world. Yeah. Um, so, is Kois a well-known commodity? Yeah, I mean, there? okay. Yeah, I, I mean, certainly. Is, uh, I've seen him speak a couple of times and that sort of thing. But uh, you know, he's, um, you know, uh, there, there, you know, there are around the world. You know, um, you know, that there's there's that establishment. You know, you know, you know, you know, the, you know there are the big names and that sort of thing. Mm-hmm. Um, but it's been re- it's been recommended by more than one person in the, in, in the UK, and um, yeah, I just I, I, I just thought I, I just thought I'd come, and I haven't you know I haven't regretted it a single bit. It's been great. Good. Two big two two long days so far, but it's been uh, no, it's been really good. Yeah, he is uh, notorious for starting early. Yeah. And well, he's notorious late. for giving you your money's worth. Yeah, that goes that- without saying. Yeah, I mean, it's a seven a.m. start. It was uh, six o'clock last night. It's six o'clock today. Um, there was a, you know, and it's uh, yeah. There's there's another there's another kind of kind of three days to go, but it's uh, no, de- uh-huh. no regrets. It's been fantastic. Perfect. Yeah. I'm glad. Yeah. And see, had you come two years ago, we most likely would not have gotten to know you any more than he knew you. Yeah. And we would have had dinner. Yes. You wouldn't have slept in my garage. No. So there's that. <laughs> Well, because we were living about a half hour further out, even if you were staying, you you would have actually had a room. Well, yeah, you would have been in our house where we actually. <laughs> so you guys would have regretted sp- that, yeah. At least you can kind of yeah keep yeah. us out the house. Yeah, yeah. The there's, more the merrier. There's a method to the madness. Yeah, we so we just roll with it. <laughs> but it's been it's been worth worthwhile then so far. Yeah, I mean, it's, yeah, I mean, functional occlusion, functional occlusion, and treatment planning. Treatment planning, and okay. it's really just it's been uh, it's 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 the evidence you know around all these things. It's not just that; it's the fact that he spent like half an hour or an hour on whitening yesterday, and I think he spent more time thinking about 
the fighting gel that he's used than I have in my career to date. So, <laughs> so it's been that. So there's just stuff like that, and there's things about you know running a practice and and you know coming up with a, you know with a vision for it. Okay. And he's very proactive in terms of doing that sort of thing. And I think it is the way that you know with the way things. I don't want to get into. Well, it, it's, it'd be a long story if I did. But <laughs> the way the way things that are you know are going in the, in the UK with dentistry, I think it is it is the sort of thing that you know you that you know that you could implement. Ninety nine percent of what you're saying, so it's been okay. it's been it's been really good. So you would recommend someone <coughs> someone else from the UK to 100%. make that trip? Anyone, right. anyone. I mean, or, or certainly anyone working working in general practice. It's uh, you know, um, and it's not just how to do veneers or how to do big cases and things. There's a lot of things that you know that I think would um, be be applicable at any part in, of, of your of, of your career. Depending mm-hmm. on, on on where you are, because no, you've done some like, you've you've, you've uh, done some of them as well, haven't you? Yeah, yeah. And it's one of those things that um, I, I I live down the street. Yeah, and, and you really do. I <laughs> <laughs> and and I've not completed the whole curriculum. Part no. of it is because because uh, I did register. My next one I'm taking is in October, and, yeah. and I started. I registered for it like last October or before. Yeah. I mean, it's just it's hard to get in. That's uh, it's not. Because the class size is what? Isn't it 30, 30 uh, it's 40 odd. 40 okay. odd. Um, I had a look at it and if I wanted to, well, the reason that, that well, half the reason is, is that I looked at it. If I, if I cancelled again or rescheduled, it would have been 2023 before I could, before that was the yeah. first the first date. Um, and that would have been January. Um, and yeah, it would have been that. that, 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 <coughs> been that. Um, I think if I want to do the next one, I think the earliest I could do it would is the, is the end of next year. That's yeah. the that's, that's it. So he did say that he thinks that COVID has messed a whole load of things up, and you know just mm-hmm. from the point of view that a lot of people had to cancel or couldn't come and that sort of thing. So there is a, there, there is this backlog, but must be must be a nice uh, nice nice yeah, nice problem, problem to have. have. Nice problem to have, you know. For sure, so, you know. So, but if you would have come two years, would you have come with him? No, I would have still been doing my finals probably. Okay. Yes. So for those that don't know, what finals in what? Uh, I'm I'm a vet, so veterinary surgeon. Um, I went to vet school in Glasgow. Uh, and actually, about fifty percent of my graduating year in North American as well. So I've got quite a lot of friends this. Oh wow! That, yeah, but I'm avoiding right now. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> do they know you're here at all? Uh, they will do when this comes out. Okay. <laughs> so say, do we have to? Do we have to bleep out your name? And, and... I have a question for oh, the cool. two of you. Mm-hmm. Okay. So knowing what you know, you've had quite a run of crazy with your dental practices over the course of your career. Yep. We've had the clusterfuck of all clusterfucks. So, and everybody knows <clears throat> these young guys and gals that are coming out of school. Mm-hmm. Would you tell them to wait ten years before investing in an education like this, or would you say try to make it happen as quickly as you can? I had this conversation with, with one of the mentors today, actually, and there are a load of people on the course who are not that long out. Now, you'll certainly get something out of it. But I would suggest that you need to have done some rounds in the ring to get the most out of this sort of level of teaching, yeah. you know? I, I, um, I don't think you need to wait too long, but I, I think, because there's a guy out there that I see on social media who hasn't practiced in the same location long enough to see his shit fail. And so you don't even know what really doesn't work because you, you've seen things on Instagram. So if, clearly it, it, it's pretty. 
Yeah. Of course, his shit looks shitty, but the his it hasn't been, and he's an associate, so he works. He keeps getting fired because he's a dick. But right. he goes from office to office and doesn't see that the, some of the stuff that he's so proud of on Instagram. Oh, was this the guy that lit, was the <laughs> associate on the street from our? Yeah. Oh, yeah. okay. It's, it's funny because um, Clint actually said to me, "Oh, um, do you think Harry would like to come over next time and you know maybe do do something at Coys?" And I was like, "I think Harry is probably about ten years." Beyond before yeah. where he needs to be for that. Ten years early. Yeah, yeah. I don't. It's it's kind of a it's it's hard to say. Everybody's a little bit unique. I took um, a Pete Dawson class, and I'd only been out of school about six months at the time. And I went up and introduced myself, and, and was talking. He goes, "You're here about eight years early." Mm-hmm. I'm like, uh, "What?" He goes, "Most people, what they'll do, and it's not that he was recommending it, but usually the pattern was." You just graduate. You think you know everything, especially if you went to Michigan. Of so course. you you think you know everything, and so you just keep working hard, trying to pay off your debts and everything. And then you start getting burned out and frustrated because what you thought was good doesn't work the way you thought it was. And then you start looking at alternatives and try to increase your your game. I knew I sucked right away, so I figured why why wait eight years, mm-hmm. jump in and figure it all out. Hey, you don't know what you don't know. That's that's that, yeah. that, that's that, that's the God's honest truth. You try your best with what you have. Yeah. Um, I mean, you bought Harry, 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 for those that don't know, is my brother, who, my younger brother, he's about seven years younger, but he's in dental school right now. Uh-huh. Um, and Chris, for Christmas, you actually brought him a, a really sort of basic online, was it an endo course? Something well, like it wasn't that? basic. It was Jason Smith's uh, composite, oh. composite course. Yeah. Which, okay. Because he was, he was super, he's got super into it. He's got this, they're, they're doing a sort of bonus year right now. Uh, they've had to do an, right. a, an extra year at university. And I'm just trying to do things like. That's really sugarcoating it. What they've made him do is basically reset a year because of COVID. So yeah. Not really a bonus year. <laughs> yeah. Well, I was trying to be, I was trying to be, trying to be polite <laughs> for James, but uh, no. But it's just, it's just things like that, um, and things like taking him to IDS and things, or you know, or, or you know, just to, just to try and keep him kicked in things because he yeah. is a mature student, and you know, it is one of the things. An extra year does suck, so I'm just trying yeah. to do bits and pieces from that point of view. But we had this conversation the the, 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 the other day. I've, I've kind of. I've kind of stopped because that Smithson course was great, but the problem is, is that he's not. Do you know who Jason Smithson is? I do. Yeah, 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 yeah. He's, a, you know, he's, he's great, all that kind of stuff. But it's, um, it, it's probably a bit advanced for where he is, and it's just confusing matters. Um, sure. I think you said that Clint, like you, you, you were a bit like me. You were like, no, 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 do it this way, do it that way. That's yeah. not how you do it. And, things. and now I'm a bit like, no, no. Do it that way. Do it the way they're teaching you to do it, and then once you've done it, then we can have a chat when you're finished and that sort right. of thing. Well, so I, I did. Yeah, that. yeah. That's exactly the word, almost word for word. Clint yeah. showed me uh, something, and I said, "Well, when's your test? Well, Friday." So, okay, call me Saturday. You know, because <laughs> if I tell you the way I do it mm. or recommend a certain thing, it's going to confuse you, yeah. and you might fuck up the exam. And yeah. you just got to pass your exam. Yeah. But this is because I showed him a prep one time. He was home for Christmas or something, and I I prepped to type it on just to kind of show him how fast and efficient it could be or whatever yeah. and he's and you could see him staring at it i'm like oh oh wait wait hold on i know what's going through your head you think i over reduced right and he's like well, yeah i said no lab technician would ever complain about the amount of reduction that i do yeah um and it, and it takes you trying to make a, th- a conservative prep yeah. work so uh prep enough to make the the job work yeah and uh we would have gotten Absolutely, it's um, no. He's but but that you know that the, 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 there is a bit of that. Um, one thing that has been quite striking is that. Sorry, what's up? <laughs> well, they're bored as fuck. Oh no, <laughs> Christina's like uh, this is like it's going over my head. I'm like, 
Oh, okay. But I work in the dental office, so I'm yeah. like, yeah. I've been so ingrained in this crap. Yeah, yeah. My my level of dentistry goes to: should I take it out? Yeah, let's take it out. And that's yeah. about it. Yeah, I, I learned that uh, cats get dental disease and have to have teeth pulled. I didn't know that until you. I was bringing it back from the airport. Yeah, yeah. No, what's really common is like these really horrible like buccal resorptive lesions um, where they just basically eat away at the enamel. It's horrific. Uh, it's really quite painful. So. Oh, really? Yeah, usually I, I wake a cat up from a GA and they're just like, oh, thank God you've removed six teeth, you know? Right. Yeah. So that, that and the opioids. Um, how would we know if our cat had a terrible? I'm looking at my cat right now, going. I know. I'm like, should I bad, be... bad breath, reluctance to eat his hard food, that sort of thing. He's probably a little bit young for it yet. Yeah. Okay, so we have to watch he'll, Jade because you know. she's a little bitch. Yeah. <laughs> I'd have a look for you, but I have no idea where she is. Yeah, no, you'll never no. see her. No, you'll be here out. an entire week, and she will hide from you the whole entire week. Like she saw her yesterday for that's two right. minutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah, when she was behind you. Yeah. Yeah. So. Maybe you should be so lucky. Yeah. So, all right. So, should I go with some of the questions, finish up questions that we didn't do last week? Sure, I'm in. Because um, I think we did the, the juicy ones, though. So, uh, we got that. You, you saved the boring ones for Chris, right? <laughs> <laughs> well, actually, I was cu- actually curious about this one. So, I did pose an AMA thing out to uh, the Shitters group. Um and, the, and Brittany says, uh, when will staffing stop being such a damn problem? Is staffing an issue in the UK as well? 100%. It's it's horrific right now. Okay. across I think it's across the board. Uh, for example, we went to go out for dinner the other night just to like TGIs or some, something. Okay. And half the tables were empty. And we said, can we get a table? And they said, no, we, we literally don't have the staff to wait the tables. We, we can't let you in. Um, I think it's just across the board. It's Okay. So it's not a uniquely American no. lazy for, asshole. For where I am in my career, I got offered a very good position at a vet practice um, we don't currently have a vet, head vet so maybe maybe that'll happen but it's across the board it's every profession we just don't okay. seem to have the staff wow. I, I think there has been a, a sort of reckoning in in the UK um, because I, I think people have just realised dentistry and otherwise is that they're not putting up with conditions like they would have maybe two years ago you yeah. know? and it's just not that you know not that everything was that bad to work with but um you know and you know that 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 that's the issue people have had time to think that the worst thing in a lot of ways to happen to nhs dentistry was is that they had two months off or three months off and they had time to actually get off the treadmill and realize how miserable a lot you know, you yeah. know a lot of them were and 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 they're not coming back so you know so, I, I so, you also know. think part of the problem in the uk is that um our tax credit working tax credit benefit system whatever you want to call it is actually sort of geared towards part-time mothers or part-time people so if you work up to 16 hours a week we'll then make your wages up to a you know quite a you know substantial living wage um so therefore people actually only look for the 16 hour a week jobs which leaves a big deficit as well yeah sure Having said that, there was an article um, I can't remember. I think, I think it was in something like Forbes that apparently, during the mass resignation that happened two years ago, seventy percent of people actually have regretted doing that. So mm-hmm. whether it'll it'll pan out, I've got no idea. But it, the, 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 that is, it's not a case of people have moved. The grass has been greener, and they kind of realise that a little bit. So, but uh, yeah, hopefully not for much longer. Yeah, I mean, it, it would certainly. <laughs> I I, I kind of think the the good employers. Will will out in this, i.e., if you're a good employer, your staff will want it to stay. It depends with you. on what you consider a good employer, mm-hmm. because 
we, the pattern that I'm watching throughout all of these offices and the resumes that I'm seeing, that people are only staying at a job for three to six months because they know that there's someone else out there that's desperate. Mm -hmm. So they're going to jump to the next office. And so now I've started reading resumes and if I see job, 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 they've had five jobs since 2020. Mm. I know exactly what they're doing and I know I don't want any part of it. Delete. Yeah. It's just too much of a pain to, and, to get them in. And if them. these, if, if you dentists out there actually valued your own practices, mm -hmm. you would look at those resumes and you would stop offering the top dollar. Learn to work with what you have until you can get better. Well, because what's, what's right now we're artificially inflating the value of, of the position because they're, they're throwing a $30 an hour and the people that really only are worth 20 mm -hmm. are getting to 30 because they can, but they suck at it. And now that's becoming the, the, the standard. Minimum. And, you know, no one's going to do it. It's a lateral move at, at, at least. So See, I, I recently, I mean, three months ago, started a new job and I got within 24 hours of needing a job, I ended up with sort of five offers on the table it was crazy um and i didn't actually take the highest paid job that i was offered um much to a lot of people's disappointment really wasn't it, wasn't it darling i'll be a kit man one day <laughs> um, but i i ended up taking the practice that i felt most comfortable at and i am not regretting it in the slightest i've got such a fantastic team that i work with yeah um i don't want to say i skip into work every day because it is it's work for it's a reason work, yeah um but i do genuinely enjoy working with a team and i i don't think i could have picked a better place to be working yeah. so there there is that side of it as well i think if you're if you're happy where you work you know the financial stuff yeah. tends to be second well that's the thing that extra, that extra, and that's that, the thing that's the thing and drink and drink, and drink. Yeah, um that extra ten dollars an hour is not going. That's not going to buy you loyalty. I'm sorry, it's just not. Yeah, if someone wants to leave, they'll leave. You know, so yeah. you know, it's. Um, but what can you do? Yeah, yeah. Uh, we did have a listener, uh, Clifton Zimmerman, asks, uh, Chris, you're a proud Scotsman, but your last name uh, Stafford is ancestrally English. Yeah. You've married an English woman and moved to England, and will possibly have English children. Uh, could the argument have? be made that you've been reclaimed to England? They could make, make the argument. <laughs> <laughs> well, well, let, let me tell you this. Uh, what was that? Was that Clinteris? No, uh, this is Clifton. <laughs> Clifton Zimmerman. Clifton. Yeah, yeah. Clifton. Clifton. Yeah. Um, yeah. Well, let me tell you this, Clifton. Um, he, he is very much um, a proud uh, Brightonian uh, especially when it comes Am I? to... Well, you, you support Brighton football team now. You go regularly to their football Did you vote for well. Brexit? No. <laughs> no, no comment. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> but I didn't vote for Scottish. But I, I, I mean, I actually had this conversation with, with Clint on Total Oro. I didn't vote for Scottish, Scottish independence either. So yeah. it was, um, but it wasn't. It was a. It was. It, it wasn't a. Um, like the head, the heart said yes, but the head, right. the, the, the head said absolutely not. That right. was the, that 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 was that that was more the thing. Um, it sounds like it was a dare that got out of control. But it's still, no? it's still, it's still, it's still, no, it's still. For it, people that don't know what you're control. talking about, oh. give some background. Uh, England was part of the EU and isn't now. Okay. UK, and and also UK, Scotland, it, Scotland it, decided it, it, to be a little bit like Texas and have its own vote to try and get independence, uh, which failed. Uh -huh. um, Always remember the Alamo. And what, what what they did, what the the SNP, the Scottish National Party, did was say, oh well, anyone under 18, so the 16 to 18 year olds can now vote, and of course they're very heavily. In, 
very heavily influenced by woke sort of social media right. and parents and, and what, famous what people. So um, actually, it was still it was still a no. We're not going to leave. Um, which which made a lot of sense because they hadn't put into place like what happens with the healthcare system because at the moment they use right. the NHS and well, can <laughs> they still use the NHS if they get independent? Right. I don't know. Well, and that's the thing is they is the definitely thing? don't think of all and drink. You know, I've listened to a few episodes and I did wonder whether you actually drink when you press that button, but um, oh yeah, yeah. And, and what's the answer? <laughs> it, absolutely, one hundred percent. And we're we drink. drinking. <laughs> That's why it's sloppy at the end of the show. <laughs> That's why the fucks start rolling right out. <laughs> but they don't think about the consequence of their actions today. Mm-hmm. Well, just recently I, I put a Facebook post when the, the Football World Cup, sorry, Soccer World Cup was on, mm-hmm. um, just for those who don't know. Um, because there were a lot of people on my Facebook page that sort of said, oh, anyone but England, I can't stand it. Let's, let's support anyone but England. All of a sudden they're they're all Italian and... <laughs> I just thought it was absolutely ridiculous because actually the only children's specialist hospital in the UK is in London. So they're literally voting against the the the, the place or the country that has the only place that's possibly going to save sick children. So but you can't show a bit of support for your neighbours. Yeah. Drives me crazy. I can't. Don't get, let's get off this. Okay. All right. <laughs> <laughs> let's just cut that whole thing. <laughs> let's move it along. All right. Next. Um, okay. So this person, Angie was talking about a photo we saw in this, in our group, um, Aaron losing yaunt, losing gaunt said he was doing a crown seat at his home on his couch with his ex-girlfriend. Um, anybody ever done any dentistry on an ex at their house? That sounds really romantic. (laughs) Not an ex. I mean, you've done Botox and fillers on me at the house on the couch with the lamp. Well, yeah, but yeah. Yeah. You're not an ex. Not yet. <laughs> Your current <laughs> wife. <laughs> and my first wife, Holly. Uh, <laughs> so, no, we, we haven't really done any dentistry as such. Um, how, however, I do drag him into work quite often because dental stuff at vet schools taught very, very poorly. I'm not going to lie. Um, so well, it isn't just extractions? De- dental school, dental, dentistry. <laughs> dental school is taught really badly. <laughs> That's true. So, yeah. The more um, CE I take, so the more I realize dental school is a waste. So I would, uh, I'd, I'd sort of drag him in and be like, oh, I've got a full clearance on a, you know, 12-year-old Yorkie. Do you want to come in and have at it? And he'd be like, yeah, absolutely. And then I didn't realize until he was in that it would just be a lot of, That's not a crowbar. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, no, not like that, like this. And my nurses were finding it quite amusing. Because they're, they're not used to you being, because you're Dr. Stafford at work. And they're just, yeah, they're no not one used speaks to, to a bit like that. They're, <laughs> they're not used to sort of angry Scotsman shooting at you, you know. So, yeah, yeah, yeah. So, yeah. You've had me try to help suture your finger up at the house. Yeah, yeah. I, yeah, uh, you got a big, huge, and then we just got the And then I, the thing that sucks is, you know, when you have a suture needle, it's this little half moon, mm-hmm. you know, what is that? A quarter we, inch? We had a sewing needle. I had a freaking... Well, it's actually three-eighths of a circle usually, but that's not right. technical. And I was like... <laughs> I'm trying to get time. it all the way through, but once you get put well, through, you've you got to finish. I know. He's like, you can't just leave it there. I'm like... <laughs> well, and then it, it's kind of like the, uh, the scene in 1883 when she got shot with the arrow. Did you numb it up? Please tell me you numbed it up. No. no, we didn't what? have any of that at the house. No. Oh, but it was okay. bleeding everywhere. But it was bleeding like, everywhere, so I, I need to get this. I may or may not have had 
done my own toenail surgery before, <laughs> okay. like on the kitchen table. And you, you can't stand watching that either, no. can you? You're like um, you're, you're just mutilating yourself right now. Ooh, yeah. That, so we've had a <laughs> yeah. couple of Wasn't those weird incidents. Yeah. Uh, home. Yeah, I keep thinking about the. You know, you see these Cubans, Cuban quasi dentists that are in Miami and they're doing dentistry in their garage. Mm-hmm. What are they using? Are they using sewing needles and? Yeah, that's. I don't even want to think about that. That's. <laughs> or they they have an account with Salvin, so at least they have the right equipment. But yeah, they. I know. I keep seeing things like um, uh, or it keeps popping up on, on my Instagram. It's like it's uh, people do like DIY like DIY braces and things. And yeah, like, like it's like you know. Well, from what I can tell from the, those DIY brackets and wires, it's like they're putting them on, but there's no tension to the wires. It's just it's just so for the aesthetics. Look, I have brackets and what. So they're passive. They're totally passive. They're actually ridiculous, right? And they can't shut them down. See, part of me thinks like you know when you get these like Smile Direct clubs and stuff, yeah. and they're effectively like mm, I don't those know aren't passive. Those are actually I don't know if I'm allowed to say because uh, they're not, but <laughs> yeah, yeah, they're, they're like those. But they, I mean, I've I've got someone on Facebook who's like, oh, they've they've always they've always told me I wouldn't get perfect teeth, and I'm like, yeah, but if you went and spoke to an actual dentist, they'd probably get a much better result than what you're getting right now, my love. Uh huh. Do you have yeah. a Smile Direct club in Seattle? I don't think so. No, I don't. No, I think they were trying to, because it was it was mail order only. Um, So I because we know someone who was doing a Smile Direct club, but it was completely online. Right. They didn't do it. They wasn't like when we were walking in New York and I walked by and I I stopped. You're like, what are you doing? I'm like, I'm trying to take a picture of the Smile Direct club right right off Fifth Avenue. Yeah. Yeah. Because there's one in Cork um, where my old practice was, and we get at least half a dozen. A month from up there, just going like just just kind of you know, wow. just needing fix and things, and most of them were uh, you know were um, fixing them with you know actual Invisalign. Um, there was one or two that it was it was implants rather rather than anything else because they just moved the teeth completely out, 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 out of the bone. Out, out the bone, yeah. yeah. So it's, it's kind of you know it's um, yeah, but they're still going. I can't. I I I don't get it. It blows my mind that they're still still in business. They yeah. haven't. Yeah, I, I I don't get it. So I'm kind of desperate for Chris to um, come into work and show me how to do like root canals, veneers. Um, well, <laughs> a veneer no, kitty. No, uh, like root canals. And the one thing that would be sort of clinically appropriate, I suppose, would be like traumatic fractures of canines, because if you take a canine out of a dog, you usually end up with a load of bone resorption on that like quarter oh, almost. Really? Yeah, yeah, because it's literally the the corner tooth. Yeah, yeah. Um, so if they did get a traumatic fracture. There would be justification for uh, you, get, you get fistulas and things as well, so it's yeah. gonna so there is actually a yeah yeah when you, when you yeah, take yeah. it out you quite often get an oronasal fistula yeah. oh okay so um, if I could have him come in and show me how to root canal it properly I mean it's it's considered specialist surgery so we are talking not a cheap option sure. but if someone actually wanted to keep their dog's structure their their jaw similar then yeah. so you would still have to crown that tooth not necessarily, not necessarily. you can just, just dump over and just leave it. You know, when, you, when, you, you can do that. Um, you can, I mean, you, you, you know, you're looking. They, at, they have titanium cra- crowns and all sorts put on yeah. dogs at times. If they're so, yeah. casting, you wouldn't be doing. You know, it's just a bit, wow. If they cast gold, or it'd be because wouldn't you, it just be incredibly fragile, especially for an animal that's eating hard foods all the time? 
Yeah, but if it if it's if it's sheared off at the gingival level, then oh, it's just okay. it's, it's really just gotcha. to stop you from creating a big massive hole because these things are huge. So gotcha. Yeah. Okay, I was yeah. I was thinking yeah. like the whole tooth you were canaling, and I'm like, wait, what? And it's funny because Henry Shine actually do the the endophiles that are for dogs and stuff, and they're literally right. like about three times the length. Wow. Trust so, me, yeah. you you got some. I've seen these things. You got you got some patients that you'd like to. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. There's a few. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It literally come out like the eye socket. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Now I'm just going to think about that all day long. All right. So Carol says, uh, do you think labs should be charging a gas fee for dropping off? No. I mean, I could just have it shipped. Yeah. Well, that's, I think what what they're asking to do, if they're going to start charging that, then yeah, we might as well use UPS. Well, I might as well use a company that does even more elevated work. Mm Mm-hmm outside of the state well we, we were discussing this and fuel prices in the uk are ridiculous so what do we work it out about 10 pound a gallon at the moment at uh, 10 10 euro uh, 10 dollars a gallon yeah in the uk yeah for, for fuel which is excessive so you can understand why they're bringing that subject up yeah well, I, um, but i also don't think you need to have a lab delivering to your office every single day but i also think you guys should be considering like using something within your area, I suppose, as far as climate change and all the rest of it, rather than if it's going to cost the same, you getting something from New York or Boston. Yeah, but if I'm getting something, something a little from bit New closer. York or Boston, mm-hmm. I'm going to that because it's a much better skilled lab tech. Mm-hmm. If I'm gonna, I mean, if I'm going to have to pay the same amount of money to use XYZ here in Washington mm-hmm. or Williams Dental in Gilroy's, California, I'm fucking using... Williams Dental Lab in Gilroy, California. Because mm-hmm. they're, they're, they're scanning as well, so there's, there's no, they're not sending the impression. Yeah. That, so it's, it's you know, so, way. You know, yeah. mm-hmm. But, you know, if I have to pay the same exact amount of money, I'm going to go with the lab that has a better result. Right, because if it's, if it's $300 a unit and no shipping, or $150 a unit plus gas or, or whatever, you're, I might as well get the, if I'm paying the same thing, I might as well get the, the skilled the option, artist yeah. instead yeah. of yeah but i also don't think but is shipping gonna go up as well because fuel's gone up yeah it all has to go on a truck somewhere yeah but you yeah you have to watch everything like that but i also don't think labs need to be running to your office every single day of the week no yeah if they're you gonna should, start charging stuff like that then yeah you're gonna say hey you, i just want our them delivery on days yeah. are this day yeah. so we have um i work for a I work for a corporate, although we very much keep ourselves independent, which is quite nice. But every evening we have a lab guy come around that picks up all our samples and takes them to the lab, um, which from a veterinary point of view is amazing for diagnostics. I mean, we have in-house bloods. We can do, you know, um, biochemistry, hematology, urinalysis in-house. But if we wanted something more advanced, then we need to send it away. Knowing that it gets picked up that night and I'll have a result by the next morning is kind of invaluable. But we're we're also not sending it to Yorkshire. We're sending it, you know... Half an hour down the road. Well, and dental offices aren't getting their crowns the very next day. No. Or their bridges or their veneers. They're going to get it, you know, a week to two weeks later. Mm -hmm. And you can schedule appropriately to say, okay, well, we know we won't have this until Wednesday because our delivery is not until Tuesday afternoon. Mm -hmm. I thought thought Glidewell was next day. Or was it two days later? Or was it Glidewell? Or do you not use Glidewell? I don't don't use use Glidewell. Is Is that a dirty word? Uh, I just don't use them, but yeah. I think in some, for some people, yeah, it would be Glidewell would be dirty. Yeah, I was at a lab tech meeting one time, and it was definitely a dirty word amongst those guys. Really? Oh yeah, 
what is is it just I, I, I'm under the impression under the impression it's just like a big huge lab or is it it's a, it's a gargantuan it's like a city block it's of a, the it's building a, really, it's, it's a bright now dental it's just a mill yeah they're they're constantly training new talent to be lab techs and things. it's just it's such a huge operation mm-hmm. that they have to have quality control uh, people managing everything to right. to keep it Having said that, I mean, if they're doing that many, that much volume, yeah. they 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 have to be at least adequate. Yeah. So. Well, but it also goes back to you know, if will you sit there for three hours to try to make a crown fit so you don't have to send it back, right? Or do you want to pay for the crown that drops right in and your crown seats are twenty minutes and you can see four other people? Right. So there's there's definitely a trade off to it. I, I having once once I got my Itero and uh, my margins were perfect and the lab and I worked out the kinks so my contacts were dead on and the occlusion but like my crown seat literally is how long does it take to get the temporary off I got to the point one time where I was like I'm not even going to try my temp my, my crown on. I'm just going to put the cement in and go and then I thought hey, let me check and it actually was kind of tight so I'm like oh god I really could have had a bad day um, but for the most part there's very little to any uh, what, what sort of kinks are you talking about because I mean Chris is Hopefully, can have an iTero uh-huh. very shortly. To pay I with. love the iTero. Well, because um, the lab technician is still the the weak weak link to the whole thing is the lab technician because everything else is automated or, or, or mechanical and, and dialed in. Well, you got to get your your parameters figured out um, mm. to um, to for them to know how you like your contacts. Because some dentists just love having contacts too tight so they can shave them down to make them fit. Because the risk is if it's not tight enough. What are you going to do? Um, I just like my contacts. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I like them where it, you know, floss snaps through, but not with too much trouble and already. And so I don't have to worry about once I've adjusted, now I have to polish it and, and all that. Well, I just like them where it's just perfect, including the occlusion. And, and I tarot, I mean, I, I don't even check bite. I now warn people um, that I'm not going to check their bite um, when I'm seating my crown because. They're like, wait, aren't you supposed? Because especially if they've had a crown before, and that was just a routine, thing, especially many crowns, and they they know you're supposed to buy them the blue paper. I'm like, yeah, I'm not doing that. They're like, well, if if you need something, uh, you can come back. They never come back. Yeah. Um, the the bite because you're not using bite registration, you're actually having them in occlusion when you're taking the scan of their bite. There's nothing to interfere or get in the way. So, so going back to this um, whole um, sort of shipping thing, yeah. Do you think there's space slash justification for having everything in-house, i.e. you scan it with the iTero and then you've got something like a Cerec, well, but that, a, a better idea. Yeah, there are other mills besides the Cerec. That yeah. was that was one thing that I was going to come up with. It was like, there are... Because um, you can do a vast amount of your work if you have those sort of... Yeah, I just don't want to do it is, is my big thing. Well, it become, okay. well, there's a couple of things. One, there are... Um, what's the word? There are um, services out there where you can do your prep and you can do your scan and then you send it off to someone who will design it to you and send it back to you and then you can then from that SDL file you can mm-hmm. um, you can uh, print off from there um, the issue you've got is is that it's fast is that if you're the dentist doing everything it becomes the least economical crowd you're ever going to make right. because you could be spending that time because a lot of these guys are getting like they're going to work at like 5am to get things like spending the extra time it's like What's the point? Yeah. Well, a lot of them also aren't using an, uh, an oven. Is that what it's called? Yeah. And 
they're depending on the material, you may not need it, but yeah. But so many of these Cerics are shit. Yeah, they got you done in one visit, and then they come to our office and. It's well, and I, I think it's a temporary. I'm like, oh, you have still wearing a temporary? No, that's my final. Cr- oh, wow. Okay. Yeah. Um, Looks terrible. Yeah. Has no anatomy. It's basically a blunt space. So you're basically. I must admit, I saw that with with Chris when we first got together. His practice had a cerec, and I was like, oh, that's amazing. When you when you can see it there in the practice being milled, you're like, fantastic. This is the future. But I think the difference is Chris would spend a lot of time then. Yeah, it to do it, it really, really it well, perfect. you just got to spend time. Yeah, right. and most of us are trying to delegate that to someone else, or, or it ends up that it just doesn't. It's, you could make it look like a lab technician's, but you, most places just don't. I mean, we have a Cerec that sits in well our that, from office, twenty years ago. Not that old. It was. We did not kit. have it at the last office. So yeah, we did. No, we didn't. I brought it with me. Lori was my. Lori never worked at this office, and she was the one that convinced me to buy it. So, 100% mm. had it. Yeah, it spent a lot of time underneath the kitchen table. I well, have I have a bit of a curveball question as well, if I can throw it out yeah, there. Yeah, So, uh, dental school and prices. Because, I mean, I know in the UK, and well, in Scotland at least, you get your first degree paid for, no tuition. Whereas over here, you are literally in debt for the rest of your life. Oh, yeah. Pay oh, 100%. Yeah. Off dental school. And I, actually, like I say, 50% of my class were North American, and they're going to be paying off hundreds of thousands of dollars for the rest of their life. Yep. So mm-hmm. do you think there is a reason for the massive difference in prices? Because, I mean, even nowadays, I think it's £11,000 a year that Harry's paying, is yeah. it? So he's going to come out of come out of dental school with, what, 50 grand's worth of debt. That's that's only like the first quarter of dental school. So why is there such a massive difference when you consider that they get very similar qualifications at the end of it? Um, Location of the school. Well, because like one. if I was trying to save money, I, I mean, why don't I just go to the UK, get educated and come back? Well, they won't recognize the diploma. So you just still have to matriculate here in, to some degree. Um, that's that's why they're trying to access to care as an issue. So they've, they've talked about having foreign trained dentists be get licensed and that will solve the issue. Well, it'll just totally floor everything. And yeah, it'll, it'll put everything. Why in totally do you history. think schooling itself is so expensive here when you look at the, the price difference? No. The schooling, it's because uh, what was in the 70s and the 80s, they realized that, that at school itself, education was big business. Mm. And uh, they made it so it was very easy to get uh, student loans. Uh, there was much more emphasis in the 60s, 50s and 60s for to have trades, you know, plumbers and, and carpenters and things. Um, it really wasn't that as common to go off to college. And then when they found out that college could be a big moneymaker, suddenly you've got these big universities. They're, they're tripling tuition. They, they are it's, – it's a, it's a horrible situation that we're in. So now when they say, they say you should lower your fees, we're in so much debt. We have, we have a minimum that we have to – charge just to cover debt plus then a living wage so and you're at university for been just for anyone doesn't know if you're in the uk you, you don't do an undergrad i mean i went straight from high school to dental school yeah so, so and that's know. the way chris, chris france is teaching is patients at 22 yeah. like, no, I, I was i was i did my first crown prep at 20 yeah so you know so it's like but you, you were literally seeing seeing patients at 22 after you graduated yeah, but I still have patients at dental school as well. So, yeah. you know, so, yeah. so, so you know, so it's kind of... But how old are you when you graduate from high school? 17. Okay. Yeah. Then you have five years. 
Um, in England's slightly different in that respect. You finish high school technically at 16, and then it's sort of up to you if you want to go on to sixth form or college, which is another two years. Really? So that'll take you up to 18, and then you go on to university if you want to. So, um, yeah. You can, at 16, decide you want to do something vocational. That's hmm. crazy. Yeah. Yeah, here, um, they're trying to make the... Um, I'm not sure what when because it used to be an apprenticeship kind of thing way back in the you know, 1800s, mm. and um, they you know why why did we decide to make it? I think they wanted to make elevate uh, our status uh, part of it because I think even in the, in the 1930s I think it was still more of a apprentice than anything else. In, so. Eng- in England, it was a li- it, you didn't ha- it wasn't a degree it was a it, it was it was a licentiate that you sat to, yeah. to through the through, through the Royal College and it was like a an apprenticeship type of thing. Yeah. I mean, there was a, there was a, there did end up being a, a kind of qualification for it, but uh, I think it was the 1950s when it became a, an yeah. actual, I think, go I to think. university and get a degree type thing, you know, so, it's, yeah. you know. Because I, I quite like what, um, I mean, Singapore, for example, I mean, going back to the vet school, doesn't, doesn't have a, have a vet school in Singapore. Okay, it's really? A very, very small, yeah, they don't have one at all. Uh, but it's a very small country. However, what they do is they second students. So um, what they'll do is effectively pay a student's tuition and accommodation for the seven years they're at university, providing they come back and work for three or four years as a government vet. So, really? Yeah, so they're basically they're, they're, they're sort of locked into working for the government for couple Ever? of years right well, it's, no, like it's what, not it's only a few years this is the thing it's kind of like here in the, with the military you do oh, yeah. get a navy yeah. scholarship yeah. then you owe the navy three years and then you can do whatever you want yeah 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 which actually seems like quite a good idea because effectively yeah it's saving them money they don't have a massive outgoing for a vet school but yeah yeah no that's yeah I, like i'm eight years ahead of clint academically and uh <laughs> Sorry, just to be said that. <laughs> well, I mean, I'm seven and a half years older, but at yeah. eight, eight grades, so eight okay. years ahead of and such. The thing is, Harry, um, so my younger brother, we, we have the same age gap between oh. me and my brother as you and you and Clint. Okay. Yeah, yeah. It's almost exactly the same. Um, and I didn't graduate until I was 30, 31. Uh-huh. Um, and Harry's already got, how many degrees has Harry got two? Two. Harry's got two degrees already. Crazy. Um, and he's halfway through dental school as well. So he's going to graduate with three degrees before I graduated with one. That's about. crazy. So I, I had, what, $150,000 of student loans. Clint had, what, 450000 in student loans in, in just eight years. It went to, or wait, I was 98 and he was 07. He was also in New York. Right. And we were in buttfuck, Oregon. Por- Portland, tree-hugging carpenters and woodsmen. Yeah, so I mean, it's it's not apples to apples, but definitely a big. Uh, and big I'm, a, I'm right in thinking that private schools charge more than hundred percent, oh, and you can get in-state tuition rates as well. Or am I, is that, is that um, you can yeah. if it's the yeah. state that you live in, right? Yeah, so I was in out of state, so I paid out of state tuition, which is the equivalent of going to private school. Where Clint went to New York, NYU is private, so it's no state subsidies and so it's just gonna be expensive yeah so all right let's i think i had one more from that thread on the group oh maybe that was it doing a home staffing yeah um i can i can come up with another one if you want you want another one for yeah me? we can Do you have it. a question well not well maybe um so recently chris has changed indemnity people 
from one uh-huh. to another because they wanted to up his rates by a ridiculous amount. Okay. What's the story with indemnity over here? Um, if you, yeah, it's just expensive. It's a you gotta pay just it. Expensive across the board. Yeah, uh, and depending on to the type of coverage that you want, you can. It's like having car insurance. Do you want comprehensive or do you just want uh, liability? Yeah. And um, so, yeah. Uh, yeah. It, it, I hate the insurance industry. It's screw you one way or the other yeah. in dentistry. It's a fucking clusterfuck. Mm-hmm. I don't know why anybody actually ever wants to go into this industry. Mm-hmm. It's a trash industry. Yeah. Yeah. Also, Clifton had another question. He says, per previous discussions, where are you on the offshore barge to place implants on animals? Well, this this is because uh, Clifton uh-huh. had a, a very poignant point, which was that um, Chris and I should uh, just get a boat and sail out just off of, off of Brighton and then uh, put some illegal implants in some animals. Only because of the head of the, the British Veterinary Dental Association said there's no ethical reason for an implant to be placed in a dog uh, which does make sense because they're here for what you know 10 12 years sure. yeah but 10 12 years of a quality life i but mean they, the, the argument is they can have just as good a quality of life with no teeth you see i don't know i can i know plenty of people that don't have teeth that don't have a fucking quality of life it's not an aesthetics thing with dogs though this is what what they, they get out. no but like I, we but know dogs some... can't wear fucking dentures so yeah that is an that is an alternative. True, but you're putting through a general aesthetic which has a morbidity risk and all that kind of stuff. Yeah. Well, so there is, so, there so is do comedy. you do that? You do that when you have to take out their teeth, put a fucking implant in at the same time, so you don't have to keep fucking doing it. But the thing is, you, yeah, like I, Chris put an implant in me, and he was like, "Oh, go a bit careful on it for a little while." You can't exactly say to your dog, "Listen, oh. you know, um, don't chew on that side for a little while, or right. go, go easy on it." So definitely no immediate loading. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> this is this is the thing. Oh, is that the thing? That's the thing. Oh, and drink. So we are thinking about getting um a dog. No, we oh. can't have a dog anymore. I after karma, it, I would it kills me. Yeah. Um, we're thinking about getting merch. If anybody has any ideas out there on what kind of merch to get, sweatshirts, hats, what we should say on. I them. think we should have an ascot. Oh, an ascot, or even one of the what are those things that go? Do you in mean your a pocket? mascot? No. Oh, like a you know, the like oh. like Freddy from yeah. Scooby Doo. Yeah. Oh, okay, yeah, yeah. <laughs> pocket square. Like, pocket doesn't, square. doesn't everybody think, in England wear an ascot? I think we'd have a good pocket square type of thing. I thought yeah. it was a British thing. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> Why we do you look so confused? Like a, bla- like a blazer badge as well. Like a yeah. Like yeah, pocket square. Yeah, yeah. yeah. that yeah. sort of thing. We could do ties for the guys when they go to their little meeting things. I just I just think I can see dental schools throughout the world with just like and drink back of their hoodies. I think it'd be great. Yeah. yeah there's a few things. This is a clusterfuck. Periodontist of pussies. Yes. That's uh, very true. Oh, You're not even ready for it. I know. He's slacking tonight. I don't know what's happening. Yeah, I got to re- reorganize the buttons. Yeah, his buttons are in a mess. So yeah. Like his garage at the bunch. moment, you know, <laughs> he's got two Brits staying in his garage. Yeah. <laughs> oh. Could be worse, but so um, there were no other. I thought there were some questions we didn't answer last week. I got to th- we got through most of them last week. Okay. Well, what else do you guys got planned for the rest of the week? Um, I don't know whether I should go back down to Pike Place Market or not, or whether that's just me, you know, feeding my addiction. To go to the Starbucks? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Go to the roastery. 
Yeah, I should Don't do go it. to this Pike Place Market. There's no reason to go back down there. So if you've been there once, you're done. To fill people in, uh, I am a, a little bit shallow and I love Starbucks. So the whole reason that I accompanied my lovely husband out here was to go to the original Starbucks in Pike Place Market, which was, um, I mean, it was it was amazing to, to make that pilgrimage and pay homage to... But it's not a... Sh- I, didn't, I didn't know until today. It's not a shop like a... Like a Starbucks, like a normal Starbucks. It's just, well, it's just, it's just, they just sell the. Yeah, they don't have any. Way. You can't, you can't sit in and drink anywhere. You all go, right. you go in, you buy the merch, you buy the coffee, and leave. That's yeah. that's all it is. Um, but you can go up to the Roaster, which is on Capitol Hill. Yes, and that's which huge. Which is a Starbucks reserve, like the oh, London, right. You see, yeah. like the business class one. Yeah, yes. it's beautiful. Yeah. yeah, yeah, beautiful, beautiful, beautiful. Actually, I do have some um, that we could finish with. So that I did get this. This one's from Reddit. Reddit. <laughs> So, uh, two Pac-Man 13 asked six hours ago. So this is, this is fresh. Um, should I return to this dentist? Dental assistant hit my teeth during checkup. I recently moved to a new city and visited a dentist there for the first time. I was experiencing some pain from a previous root canal and wanted to get that checked out. During the test, the dental assistant was trying to find out the origins of this pain, and she hit each of my teeth with a small metal rod, even though I told her which tooth was hurting and had the root canal. I was taken aback at first because I've never had this happen at the dentist. Ultimately, she did not find anything from this exercise. For the next three days, I had constant low-intensity pain on all of my teeth where she hit, which was very uncomfortable. They want to schedule another checkup with me, but I feel unsure about this. Is striking the teeth with a metal rod a regular practice of dentists? Depends on what day I'm having. <laughs> <laughs> well, no, I, so, I remember a, a few years ago, um, we had a, a friend on Christmas Eve that had dental pain. Yeah. And we couldn't locate which one it was. Well, I mean, but, I was... When you I say was, we, quite practically, you mean me. <laughs> Chris is a dentist. <laughs> okay. I, I definitely wasn't there playing nurse for him. Well, it, was, it was Christmas, it was Eve, Christmas Eve, Eve and everyone else had gone home. Yeah, so, yeah, so, uh, yeah, yeah, so yeah. Um, and you were, because she couldn't work out which which tooth the pain was coming uh-huh. from. And you were literally going tap, 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 between two teeth, yeah. mm. effectively, to try and work out where it was coming from. And mm. even she couldn't work it out. But anyway, uh, so I have seen you do something like that. But the assistant was doing it. That that part stood out to me. The obvious, they, they, maybe they don't know who the dentist was. Then that was the dentist. But um, the, 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 the poster says it was the assistant, but... It very well could have been the dentist. I mean, some, some assistants might do a, a few things to help me... As I come in, say okay, I tapped on percussion sensitive. I mean, to- can they collect the data and then just you go in and go right, and then or is that, is that yeah? Is that how you can work here? Or it, it can. Yeah, I mean, yeah, yeah. it doesn't take a dental license to tap on the teeth, right? But I still would need to verify it myself yeah, and inter- interpret this. Yeah, interpret the, Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. So, um, but uh, there were there were five responses. It was all from dentists, and they all said, "Yeah, this is normal." And uh, you know, in this one, uh, caddy mayonnaise. The general <laughs> dentist. Dr. Mayonnaise to you. That's Dr. Mayonnaise. <laughs> That's a totally normal thing to do. Patients will swear up and down. They know which tooth is bothering them. And then like 75% of the time, it's something else. It's not just, it's, it's just not super easy thing for a person to differentiate on their I own. Mean, 75% seems it, like it's, a it's, it's a lot of times where it's pretty high. They're pointing here and it's actually this one. Yeah. Or, or, or we've even had where they're like, it's it's I swear it's down here on the bottom, but it, it's up above, and they have a fucking sinus infection. Or I've had it where they it's right here, and then you take a look at the X-ray. They're like that's a pontic. That's a there's no tooth there. Oh no, that's, but, but but this is the thing. I, I, is it? I, it's thing. Yeah, it's the thing. It's, it's thing. the thing. Um, and drink. It, 
doesn't happen very often, but it is horrible when it's just like I don't I, like we have to we, we leave things to localize because I don't know yeah. where it is because you know they come in and they've got an MOD in every in every tooth. There yeah. was there was a horrible um, story. It was I can't remember what it was. It was it was it was it was a it was a, a local a local dentist and patient came in pain with the usual heavily stored dentition. It's one of these ones. Anyway, okay. You know, and you know, it's probably been squeezed in for five minutes. That to think, right? It's coming from your, uh, you know, your is it number three? Your your first 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 molar. Opened it up. Expect the pulp. No improvements. And the guy's back in the next day. Okay, I'll give you some antibiotics. Went in the game back in the next day. Still quite right. It's cut long, to, to, to cut long, a long story short. Open the, this was about probably started probably the start of December. Opened up the the second second molar. Opened up the both both bicuspids. No increase in pain. I went right. One of my friends is an endodontist. I'm going to take. I'm going to drive you. I feel so bad at this. I'm going to drive, I'm going to drive you over there, uh-huh. and I'm going to deal with this. And then endodontist went in, and uh, and went and 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 went. Oh, and he got his probe and went. I went oh yeah, that's the pain. Yeah, it was. It was coming from the 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 the, the, the lower right wisdom tooth. <laughs> But yeah, that's that's why we say, you know, when, when people are like, I swear it's coming from here. Mm -hmm. No, that's just where you're, you're feeling a residual discomfort. Well, and what sucks is then they insist that you're a piece of shit and don't know anything because you're questioning them and they're, they're reporting the pain. And you're like, I've seen so many of these. I, I, trust me, I know what the fuck I'm doing. Well, like we had that girl in, um, last week. And she's like, Hi, I'm just having this like throbbing kind of low pain. And you were, you started asking her, okay, well, has anything oh. happened? Da, 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 da. She finally says, yeah, I was in a car accident a week ago and it, I had really bad whiplash and blah, blah, blah. blah. She comes in today because you said, you know what? I'm going to have you wait. You need to wait it out because I think this is a residual from your car accident. I don't actually think there's anything wrong with your tooth. She came in today and I said, hey, how's your tooth doing? How are you feeling after your accident? She goes, you know, surprisingly, a couple of days ago, it was like it wasn't even there anymore. It just So I might actually know something. Yeah. That's what you're saying. That well, and this family has been with us for 20-something years. Uh-huh. But they've been fuck. They were fucking assholes when we first had them in the office because they were patients of the previous doctor who uh-huh. did no wrong, who was a fucking creeper, and oh yeah, he was creepy. Oh, he was a creeper. He was a photographer of young Pussy. women. <laughs> Come to my house. We're starting a whole new thing. So you two think take your trousers off and get turn and cough. So I've got I've got two clinicians that have been here been clinicians an incredibly long time for one of you. Do you still get to the point where you have a patient in the chair and you're like, I just have no fucking clue what's going on here? Yeah, and then we refer them. We are advocates of refer. Mm -hmm. If you have to second guess yourself, you need to have another set of eyes. Well, because there is a some certain situations. There's a psychological component, and you you realize, okay, they're a bucket of crazy. I don't want to spend the time going through all the battery of things to figure something out. 
and then have to argue with them about... But do you ever give the kind of, oh, this is what I think is going on, yeah. it might be something yeah. else, yeah. and then... Or, or, yeah. You have a differential, oh, yeah. like, they might yeah, be a couple yeah. of these things, why don't you go off to my but friend, we'll, the specialist? We'll, re- we'll refer them to a specialist. Yeah. Just because we don't feel the need to do a root canal just to do a root canal, or to extract a tooth just to extract a tooth. So, we have... And, and what if you get things like lumps and bumps that you really don't like the look of, and you're like, oh, no, look at this. Oh, no. That's straight total meds. Oral surgery. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, you know. I mean, we had a gentleman come in about seven years ago, and the guy hadn't been to the dentist in probably oh. 40 years, and he was terrified of the dentist. And... We had an exam and a consultation with him and we had him go sit out in the other room and doc comes up to me and he goes, I need you to come here. And I said, okay. And he goes, I need you to see if what I'm seeing, I'm really seeing. <laughs> and I was okay. So the, and I was the guy, like, how I was many like, brownies did you have at this point? No, yeah. no, <laughs> this was something that we had never so seen. Oh, right. He had come in for a consultation and he was so phobic that he wouldn't even get in the dental chair. So I'm conversationally talking about things saying, okay, we, this is what we can do. And I'm talking about, you know, pull your teeth and like conversationally, you could tell he's just worn his teeth. At a, it's such a crazy roller coaster that, okay. Yeah. And, and sometimes lingual tori can be so big that you can, you, you kind of think you can see him with, when they're talking, especially when other teeth are worn down to nothing. So I just say, you know, yeah, usually something like this is probably going to cost you X number of thousands of dollars, all in four kind of, kind of thing. But I hadn't taken any diagnostic records yet. So I finally, he's like, okay, I, I, uh, let's, let's, let's do this. He started to get really comfortable and yeah. But so then I say, okay, let's take a, a, an, a pano. I think I started with the pano and the pano looked weird. I'm like, Hmm. Okay, so then we do the CBCT, and then that's when I bring you and go on. Can you see how the the, the teeth have moved? He here? just was like, and it's that's what I'm seeing, and- right? He had ha- he had a benign tumor. Was it an osteosarcoma by any chance? At no, the time, we didn't know, but he literally his tongue rusted on the top of his mouth because it filled the entire arch. Oh, yeah, the whole lingual bed. Uh, was just this tumor. And I'm like, Doc. So that's when I said, I need to refer. Well, he goes, we need to get him somewhere quick. This is, I mean, it was Well, we made the referral and then we called up like a week later and said, hey, how's it going? I'm going to go maybe some, like, no, you need to go now. You need to go now. Not not tomorrow. Then I called the oral surgeon and I said, I need you to see him yesterday. Uh So... It ends up being a benign tumor, but they end up having, when they cut it out, he lost part of his, um, mandible mandible. Yeah. And they took bone from his femur, so, uh, fibula, a fibula. So they did a fibula flap. Nice. And I never, I didn't well, know what the nice, hell that was. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I had no idea what the hell that was. Does that alter the shape at all of the mandible? Cause I can imagine if you're taking out a chunk of the mandible and putting in effectively something that's from your leg. Yeah. So they had to take it in parts to, to be able to kind of shape it, to have a little oh, curve. Oh, cool. So we worked with this oral surgeon and we, they redid his entire arch. Then we did all the implants on the upper and lower. Now he has a full mouth full of teeth mm. for the first time in 40 years that he didn't, he'd had this thing since he was a child. Yeah. Nobody had ever said anything to him. See, we don't really have that luxury in veterinary medicine. I have seen a cat come in for a dental, older cat come in, needed a few teeth out. They've gone to take out the first molar 
and literally half of the mandibles just come out with it because oh, the wow. whole thing's just yeah. cancerous. And at that point, you know, the vet had to say, I need to go and talk to the owner. Yeah. And phone the owner and said, listen, I can't physically wake this cat up. It's going to be in too much pain. It's cancer. We can't physically reconstruct this. I mean, right. something that's like a quarter of the size of a human skull anyway. And yeah. You just can't. Right. And someone sent their cat in for a routine procedure that they think is just going to be a dental. Yeah. And actually, you've ended up having a really kind of harsh conversation saying we're gonna have to let your animal go without you saying goodbye yeah that you know? that would be hard but we had somebody nope. recently um it was almost the identical thing where we take the pano and i'm looking i go on what is that oh my gosh so we take the, the comb beam and then i'm looking at it going it's not even attached to the it was the biggest freaking calculus i've ever seen ever i i, I want her to come back in for me just to take a photo yeah um because I, I want to do this case just because it's so crazy. Yeah. But it wasn't cancer. It was just calculus. People are so just gross. Fucking yuck what, mouth. What, one of the most impressive reconstructions I ever saw was, um, it was the, you know, the, you know the, ADI, the ADI in Manchester. It was the first time I ever went to it. was Birmingham. And there was this Italian Max Fax guy done. Uh, and it was, um, just when you talk about, you know, kind of, uh, you know, the, you know, the Titan, uh, the, the, the tibia and everything. This patient had done so much cocaine that her brain was pneumatizing through her, through her hard palate, and they reconstructed the entire thing. And I've never, it just, it just, it just, it was just wow, it was, it was insane. Yeah, it was just, it was, it was really, it was really, really, really impressive. You know, so holy crap, yeah, yeah. that's so, uh, yeah. that's next level. Yes. That's just a lot of cocaine. It's <laughs> a lot of cocaine. <laughs> Holy motherfucker! Her nickname was Pablo. Pablo's quite modish. <laughs> I wouldn't know, but you know, it's you know. Um, yeah. Wow. Yeah. Holy first, shit! First ever patient I had in operative dentistry had cancer, uh, oral cancer. Uh, yeah, oh, it, was wow. like, it was like it was it was like because you you know yeah maybe you just you know you spend four hours doing a soft tissue exam and it was like it was kind of he had this big massive keratosis on his bottom lip and it was like you smoke yeah where did a cigarette come out. Oh right here, and I'm like, oh right, okay. So it was, it was, it was straight down to oral, oral medicine, and it was, uh, yeah. And he had, it was, it was that. So yeah. Wow. So, Do you ever yeah. see like benign stuff? Like we get something in we call it Westy Jaw, which effectively is like the mandible that just seems to grow really big and get a whole load of bone growth, and it's completely benign. But they just end up with this really big bottle jaw almost because they just end up with like a load of bone there for no I reason. I think that's a British thing. It's a Welsh thing. All oh, right, yeah. Okay. You, your Westies here are fine. Yeah. <laughs> you know what a Westie is. No. It's not someone from the West Coast. Uh, <laughs> it's, it's a little white dog. No? No. Just just me? Just you. I, you. You would have seen one before. It's a little white fluffy I've dog. I've seen little white fluffy dogs. It's one of those. I'm going to call it a Westie from now on. Okay. Every little white dog. Oh, it's a Westie. Yeah. You're going to get so many people complaining about that. You oh realise your, yeah. your inbox is going to be inundated. I have no doubt. I totally. There's some ironic, <laughs> some ironic um uh, merchandise, just a, a t-shirt with a West, the Westie on it. <laughs> so I have a Westie on my ascot. Oh, there you go. <laughs> really cute, actually. All right, so we should probably wrap it up. Um, if anybody wanted to ask more questions, how could they find you? Facebook? Facebook? Chris Stafford doesn't do any social media because he's... Thank you. Private. Private person. Yeah, yeah. Boring. Is that <laughs> or, that's another way of putting it. Yeah. Chris Stafford needs to get better on Instagram yes, and, and promoting himself because he's a fantastic dentist. Thank you. Um, yeah. All right. And so, Christina, how would people find you? They wouldn't. Okay. If, if they wanted to find me, I'd have to kill them. Okay. Um, All right. Fair enough. No, I'm, I'm on Facebook. Standard Christina Stafford. Uh, K-R-Y, though. That's a bit unique. K-R-Y. Yeah. Yeah. All right. And then, Holly, how would we find you? I'm at Globetrotter Grub on, on Instagram. Instagram. Okay. And where, um, where did that name come from? 
Um, because I really like to travel and I'm a foodie and I like wine and I'm just all about all the great things in life. Which, whilst we're here, I might say that um, Pondera Winery was amazing the other night. Ah. And Pondera is. is so we do place. have some wine here at our house. <laughs> one or two bottles. One or two. <laughs> so for those that haven't visited my house. Um, also, I want to put a shout out to whoever sent me six bottles of Chateau Montalena um, reserve wine. Not really sure who did it. So we they, still not figured out. There that- was not a note. I called Chateau Montalena. They would not tell me. Oh, it was me. Okay. <laughs> I got three bottles of bourbon and six bottles of wine last week. It was a good week. It was a good week. <laughs> wow. So, so, so shout out to shout whoever, out whoever that you. was. Very, very cool. But we're letting it sit for the next seven years? Yes. Because right. it's not appropriate to drink yet. But, but tonight we're drinking uh, Gloria Ferrara. So we're doing, I thought we had Mark Ryan. That one's Gloria Ferrara. Um, and then, I, I prefer this over the Mark Ryan, if I'm being honest. Okay. Mark Ryan's generally a bigger wine. Mm-hmm. Uh, Gloria Ferrara is going to be a little bit lighter. They're generally known for their bubbles. They have phenomenal bubbles. Oh, That's a fancy way of saying champagne. But it's not champagne because it's, 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 it's California. California. Can't call it champagne. Cannot. You can call it sparkling white. There you go. Yeah. But if you could ever go to visit Napa, that is a must stop. They have a beautiful winery and vineyard and do great bites and it's excellent and then mark ryan here in washington they do phenomenal reds but they're bigger reds and they're to lay down they're not like grocery store drink today wines Mm -hmm. like franzia yeah okay they're not box wines they're not from wsu okay I also feel like before you sign off, we, we you should get like a, a similar sort of sign off thing because you know like originally the the shitters thing. Uh huh. Like Chris was the one that that found the original sign off for working interferences. He really needs to find an equally cool one for you. Yeah, I probably should you do know? something like that. Yeah. yeah. I'm just not cool. We're cool, but send in your um, need more questions. Questions. Send, send the questions send in. Send some questions in. Can't just uh, all be Clifton Zimmerman or whoever that guy was. And then like uh, visit our Patreon. Yeah. And if anybody out there would like to sponsor us, please let us know because we will do great commercials, even in porn voice. Yeah. We can do a lot of porn voice. Voice. Yeah. It's not. not. So, so normally we. Uh, we don't hear a thing, by the way. <laughs> <laughs> That's why there's two floors between yeah. us. Let's get it together, like people. Get it together. So we normally finish off with the song. So if you were. Who's picking a song? Oh, Christina picked the song. Oh. Are we actually going to do that? Yes. Oh, yeah, yeah. What was that one again? You can't say cunt. Oh. Um, okay, now I have to somewhere. do editing. To, actually, oh. I'm like, you're leaving Yeah, we actually editing. done really well not spraying through this whole fucking yeah. thing. And then... <laughs> <laughs> All right, so you can't say fucking Canada. No, no you can't, can't say cunt in Canada. You can't, apparently. Okay. All right. So for... Everyone else. It's I'm Kevin, Kevin Bloody Wilson. He's an Australian oh, like us on everything. Oh, yeah. Like, like us, us on, on everything on the, and um, rate and review us. Rate and review. Quit being lazy find motherfuckers. Find us on Instagram. Uh, find us on uh, Facebook. All the social bullshit. Social bullshit. So, um, yeah. So, for everybody else, this is Lance Timmerman. Peace. Love you. Last year we went into Canada as part of this world tour and it's quite interesting because to go to different countries you always got to apply for a visa and you also have to let them know what you do and we always chase what we call an R rating meaning that we'd hate, well, we'd hate kids to come to the show for very obvious reasons 
So we always look for an R rating and we applied for that in Canada and they gave us the visa with the R rating on the show, which wasn't a problem. But then the, one of the guys from the, um, the consulate over there, he rang our office in Perth and said, look, can you tell Kev that we've given him the, the, the okay to go ahead with us, but you can't say cunt in Canada. And I thought, fuck, you can in Australia. <laughs> fuck, no. So, so I thought, well, what a fucking ideal top name for a song. So we opened in Toronto in September last year, and this is the first song I walked out on stage with. Ah, you can't say cunt in Canada. Saying cunt's not very nice at all. No, you can't say cunt in Canada. So I asked the Sheilas what they called it. And they said muff, mut, minch, quim, twat, little flower, twinkle, tunnel of love. So if you're going to say cunt in Canada, you've got to say it with a velvet glove. And you can't say cunt in Canada. Here we go. No, you can't say cunt in Canada. So I thought I'd better ask the guys. And no, you can't say cunt in Canada. Why wasn't I surprised when they said gash, pussy, poon, tang, beef, curtain, burger, gateway to her guts? <laughs> gateway to her guts. Why was I smoking when I wrote that one? Split whisker, beaver, long eye, front bum, growler, hairy lasso. No, you can't say cunt in Canada, because cunt's considered pretty fucking rude. No, you can't say cunt in Canada. So when I get to Montreal, if you're going to say cunt in Canada, you got to say it in French as well. So here goes Pilleplut, La Conte, President Mitterrand, Pepe La Pew. No, you can't say cunt in Canada, because cunt's considered pretty damn rude. And you can't say cunt in Canada!